Welcome back to Let's Get Mary, the wedding and event podcast. Hey, Sam. Hi, Mia. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good, good. Nothing crazy to report. How about you? Still here, still plugging along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hanging in there. Um, I was thinking, though, that you know how everyone's been like kind of like online shopping or like looking for random things to buy and that like endorphin boost of like an Amazon package is on the way, you know? So I was thinking about how I do not trust the internet's recommendations when it comes to skincare or beauty products, because I feel like when you Google it, and I have many questions, like this is not like my thing, um, but trying to get my skin into a good way for bridal things and just, you know, life in general. Um, But I just feel like when you Google anything about skincare or beauty, it's all bloggers and affiliate links. And it's like, oh, I just feel like you can't trust the advice for this specific category of shopping the way that you like probably can with different stuff. And you can go and experience like the material of a clothing in a store and see if it's cheap or not. But like skincare is like so hit or miss. So I fully thrive on recommendations from family and friends. And I have a skincare product that I love, but in terms of like what I should even have or not, like what is your philosophy? Like, do you have a brand that you just like have every product from? What's your thought? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. And I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat where like I'm like still like trying to find like awesome things. I feel like sometimes I'm like, do I even, do I use this? Like, is this like, you know, like I want like someone to just lay out a routine that's specific to me. It's like, maybe I just need to go to a dermatologist. I don't know, but like, (laughs) anyway. I happen to, so I use a few things. I use, um, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce your name. Uli Hendrickson? Oh, Ole Henriksen. Yes, thank you. I use that, um, the vitamin C, um, the banana cream, um, all of that stuff I love. Um, Especially like I get really dark circles as I'm pointing to them and we're video chatting. that clearly I haven't used. Um, and I, I put it on actually the girl who did my makeup for, um, my wedding recommended it because she knew she saw my dark circles and was so self-conscious about them and it has helped so much. Um, I also use Sunday Riley. Oh, I've heard of them. Um, that I like, um, I wouldn't say I love, I like it. It's a little expensive. Um, and it's not all like organic stuff, which I think is like something I want to kind of transition to a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. That's such a good point. Okay, so I used the Ole Henriksen toner on my face yep. and it definitely cleared my skin up. I love it. And I've heard of the banana cream. Wow. But again, that was kind of one of like, oh, I don't know anyone that uses it. I'm really glad we had this conversation because that's, that's what I've been wanting to work on. I feel like my under eyes, I don't know. You know what? I think it also is, I'm getting excited. I heard this thing of like, we're all spending more time with our bodies at home and we're also staring back at ourselves in a way we never did. So I think we're also like definitely picking ourselves apart. And I think the added pressure of like, impending bridalness is like sure. you know that stress that we've talked about too so okay great banana cream gonna buy it yeah. tomorrow <laughs> yeah no it's, it's awesome and I think that's, that's a good point like I just don't wear makeup anymore like if I do it is a day because like like I you know it's so like staring at my face like with the dark circles and everything like it's you know 
you just, like you said, spend more time and you're, you're looking at it more. Yeah, it's true. I love Biosance. This is the brand that I will tell everyone about. I, um, it's non-toxic. It's all squalane oil, which is something that my mom has been using her entire life. And this brand basically uses that essential oil in everything that they do. And it's a little bit pricier, but all of the bottles are glass. So it's even like great for from a from a sustainability perspective too. So they have a non-toxic deodorant, they have hand lotion. Like I just think that they, they have so much random great stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But in terms of makeup, like that's sometimes where I am more lost, but okay, this definitely helped, so. Yeah, I need you to text me that because you've texted me that before, but I've, and I've looked at it, but I, I wanna actually try it because I need to, uh adjust some things. Yeah. It's like a natural retinol too. And so I feel like right. anyone with more sensitive skin, it's also a great option for, mm -hmm. you know what that reminds me of? This is a what? sensitive subject. Do you remember the time that the girl at the table next to us was carded and not <gasps> us? Oh my God. <laughs> I said retinol and I thought of it. we don't, that wasn't the reason we weren't carded. Okay, but now you have to tell everybody what. So we were out to dinner and we are, we had the same waiter and a waiter went over to this girl who we were with Tony and Joel and the table next to us, it was a couple, it seemed like, and that girl was carded and neither Sam nor I were. I blame Joel because he looks more mature than her boyfriend did or her, whoever he was. I, okay, first of all, that's funny. And I need to take that note. But first of all, I blame these wrinkles. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no, but it's when I first started dating Joel and I was working at um, Hudson at the bar, um, all the people that I was bartending with is like, is he like 30? Meanwhile, Joel was probably like 24, 25. No, 20. He was 23 when we met. Okay. That's and he was, is he like 35? And I was like, no, he's like, he's like, everyone thought he was much older, but um, as soon as he, you know, you get to know him, like <laughs> okay, you got really quiet with that. <laughs> no, I really, I, I think, you know, I think that waiter was thrown off. Maybe we were just a little bit intimidating. You also said because we both had rings on. No, you know what it was besides these wrinkles in my forehead? <laughs> it was the fact that she was wearing um, that headband, you know, that knotted headband. Right, we blamed her headband. <laughs> and I think that that made her look younger. And I, I think we were both dressed a little bit more sophisticated. I had on like a cashmere turtleneck. And right. I, you had, you were dressed a little bit more sophisticated. But it's still, it's, it's um it's a touchy subject. Anytime <laughs> I like this is not just that experience. I am like very much like I'm gonna get Botox. <laughs> hey, more power to you. I I won't knock anything like that. I, I imagine like the next day after that, like you showed up in like an even bigger headband. <laughs> like Sam. <laughs> nice headband. You know, the next day I'm like casually Googling prices of Botox and how to freeze my face. <laughs> and I'm in like overalls and pigtails. I'm like, I thought this would make me look younger. She had a headband on. You said she looked like a baby. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a, it's a point of contention. But it's <laughs> we're all beautiful. It's all good. Like I said, we're spending too much time staring at ourselves lately. <laughs> okay, turning a corner. So Sam, <laughs> what are we drinking? 
Today we are drinking a blushing whiskey sour. What is that, you ask? I will tell you. Mayo, I'm going to have to card you before you tell me this drink. <laughs> oh, thank you. Finally, someone. <laughs> we are drinking a blushing whiskey sour. So that's muddled blackberries with two ounces lemon simple syrup, your favorite whiskey, four ounces of your favorite whiskey, and crushed ice. So basically you go and you muddle the blackberries and the lemon simple syrup together in your um, mixer. Then you add your whiskey um, with ice and you shake it and then you strain it over rocks glass with ice and you garnish it with a blackberry. So I think that this is like a fun twist for a um, custom cocktail option if you're whiskey lovers. Um, that makes it a little bit more fruity and um, enjoyable. So cheers. cheers. I like all the fruit vibes that you've been bringing lately. And throwing some fruit vibes your way. Yes. Into it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I like that it's always garnished with, with, with a little bit of fruit as well. It's something to munch on, you know, if you get a little hungry. Um, yeah, I like the taste. It's not crazy strong. No, no. Um, and that you can make it like if you you're not like a huge whiskey fan, you can always add a little bit more simple syrup and make it a little bit lighter. You can kind of play with it. So and can you remind me? So simple syrup is just basically like. How do you do that again? Yeah, so it's half and half. It's half water, half sugar and you boil it. So this you're essentially squeezing the lemon juice into the boiled water. And so the water or the sugar, I should say, will dissolve into the boiled water and you have your simple syrup. Oh, easy enough. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So episode 19. 19. So this episode is all about the process of the name change and changing your last name. Now we recognize that this can be a sensitive topic um, and there's a whole bunch of arguments that go into this, but the biggest thing that we wanted to bring to you all is if this is right for your situation um, to demystify it and have Sam walk us through her experience of changing her last name what she had to change, what she needed to do by a certain time, kind of, it feels like this massive undertaking of where do you even start to change your legal name? So, and we will get a little bit into the the reasons that someone might definitely want to or might not want to, um, but I'm excited to to hear about this because you, while you can Google it, I think hearing from someone's exact experience will be very valuable. Yeah, no, so I'm excited. And as you know, I mean, we've talked about this off off the podcast so many times um, and gone back and forth on, on how we feel about it. And ultimately, I did make the decision to change my name. Um, I will say it took me about a year to change my name um, from when I got married because it, it really is a process. And, and even like last week, um, and we'll get into like everything, but even like a few weeks ago, Joel's like, I think a reservation or something I ordered was under my maiden name. And he's like, yeah, it was under, you know, Lavina. And I was like, well, you try changing your last name and getting every single thing, like all of your accounts, your reservations, everything is linked to. So it's, it's a process and I'm still kind of going through the process. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that even right off the bat is a good point that there is no requirement or need to do it the day of your wedding. Some people do, right? But you don't have to. You don't have to, as long as you have your marriage certificate, which you will likely get obviously before your wedding. Um, if you're getting married, not at a church, um, I think you need to get it actually, even if you are getting married at a church, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
you'll have that before and you absolutely can change your name before your wedding, but there's absolutely no means um, to do that. And one thing I'll say right off the bat is if you guys are planning on traveling internationally for your honeymoon, um, I would say do not change your name until after. And that's kind of part of the reason why it took me so long to even start the process because your ticket, your plane ticket name will need to match your passport. And unless you plan on either having a honeymoon, you know, months after your wedding or having that all aligned, ready to go, which, you know, power to you, um, it, it's going to be a tricky tricky turnaround to, mm -hmm. to get it all done. Yeah, that sounds scary. Like I get nervous enough now that, well, not now because I'm not traveling, but like that something's going to be messed up with my passport or like just it's my middle initial. So I can't imagine the, the stress of that of once you actually do change your name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and truthfully, I haven't even changed my passport name yet. So like there's no timeline. Um, part of COVID is the reason why that hasn't happened, but um, there really is no timeline to these things. Okay. And so you still have been able to do um, plane tickets under your maiden name? Yeah. Right. Right now it's on the list. Um, but it's, it's a project. Like there's, there's a lot to go into. Yeah. But in the sense of you're not going to be stopped at the airport because your license doesn't match your passport. Like that's not an issue, right? No, because when you travel internationally, you're just using your passport. Oh, okay. So, so it's whatever your passport. My maiden name and my Ticket always matches my passport. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Okay, all right. So that that makes sense. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's back up. Walk us through your process. Where did totally. you start? Okay. So first, like I said, you start by getting your your marriage license, which at this point you likely have, um, and then you go and you change your social security. So you go to the nearest social security office, um, and you'll need to bring a few things. So you need to bring proof of citizenship, so either, you know, a valid passport or your um, birth certificate, proof, proof of name change, so that marriage certificate, um, proof of identity, so your ID or passport, um, and then your current social security card. Um, so you pretty much need all of that to kind of go in. And I remember going, I went, um, there's one in the mall. I went there and I think I took the day off from work and I was, you know, today's the day I'm going to change my name and everything. And it was like kind of anticlimactic, but also like for me, it was like, so like, I was like all of that, like you, it was just like, there was, for me, it was so monumental and like, it was like starting a new identity. And it really was, it was just like a snap of a finger. I think I waited maybe 20 minutes and everything was ready and done. Huh. Um, yeah. So they do say that you kind of need to wait 24 hours before going on to the next steps, kind of getting everything into the system. You don't need your new social security card, but it will be in the system and you'll get that mailed to you after. Hmm. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. And so if you bring your marriage license and it has your maiden name on it, do you ever have to get a new marriage license? Is that a dumb question? No, because your marriage license will likely have your, your maiden name on it because that's going to be your, your license and your social security. But as soon as you change your social, any time that it's going to be like looked up or anything like that, um, it'll populate and, and show that that is in fact, it, it kind of has like a, a path, I guess. Um, not that I know the systems of social security. But, <laughs> You're <laughs> moonlighting as, a, as an agent in the mall. Got exactly. it. So next, you have to get a new driver's license at the DMV, which um, DMV visits now with COVID, I know are sparse, um, but 
I think I waited like five hours in the DMV. It was insane. The thing too is, so while we live in Connecticut, I have been holding on to my license, my New York license for a very long time. And I've now come to the realization as we start to buy something that I will change it to my now permanent residence. But because we've been living in apartments, I've never felt like I need to do it. So I need to go to New York to do it, which is, you know, I think even harder. Um, So in order to do that, like I said, you need to wait 24 hours um, after you go to the social security office to change your security card. You need your social security card, if you have it, or receipt, just to be on the safe side, Um, your current driver's license, proof of address, uh, your marriage certificate, and then cash or checkbook. So basically, there's always going to be a processing fee if you use your credit card, so always just opt for cash um, and just be prepared to wait, you know, um, because that's the process with (laughs) Yeah, that's a good tip to always bring cash that there is a charge. So I renewed my license last year right before COVID hit. And so I went into the DMV in Connecticut that is located between where you and I both live right now. And when I tell you I was in there for all of four minutes, (laughs) so keep hanging on to that New York ID while I'm breezing in and out of the Connecticut. It's a rite of passage for me. Like I just need it, but... Yeah, I'm gonna. I actually have to renew my my license because when you go to change your name, it doesn't renew. They just change your name, so you still have like your expiration date. So I have to go change it this year, and I have to change my address. So gotcha, gotcha. No, I get what you mean. Right? No, 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 I get you. I would hang on really tight to my Connecticut ID if I lived anywhere else. It's like it's just a part of you, which kind of connects to this topic in general. But you know, so. So next, which, as I said, I haven't accomplished this task, but I know what needs to be done is your passport. Um, So again, it is on my list. I actually went through the process and had all the forms filled out and just never sent it. And then COVID happened. So there we are. (laughs) Um, So you need to complete a, it's called a DS-82 form, Hmm. um, which is basically like a name changing form. Um, And it also kind of depends on like the status of your passport. So if your passport is about to expire, I think you need to do a different um, form. But if your passport is in with good standing and not going to expire anytime soon and you just need to change the name or address, um, you just need this DS-82 form. Then again, your marriage certificate. What I would say with a marriage certificate is try to get some certified copies because this is like, you know, your passage to doing things. Um, And just in case, you know, it gets ruined or you lose it, you know, knock on wood. um, It's always good just to have an extra one. I think you can always get copies at like, you know, wherever, but it's always good to have. Um, Your current passport. And then again, a check for the fee. I believe it was, oh, and a two-by-two picture, which you can get done at CVS or any Walgreens Rite Aid. Funny thing is, I don't think, I can't remember what color it is, but you can no longer wear black, or is it white? I I think it's black. Oh, I have no idea. I had had on a leather jacket, and they were like, no, ma'am. No, I think it's white. One time I went, and I was either wearing, I was wearing white, and they were like, no, we can't do this, or I was wearing black, and... I forgot which time it was. And I was just going to say, one of those times they weren't able to do it. White makes sense because I think the background has to be white in the picture, right? Maybe that's it. So really, you just feel like a floating head. Yeah. Imagine all of New York. It's like no black. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> no, seriously, like my entire wardrobe is black. <laughs> 
Oh man. Okay. And you know what, when I got, so I only got a passport like maybe five years ago and I, everyone always says like, Oh, you're not allowed to smile. Like get ready for that. And so, but the guy never told me I wasn't allowed to smile. So I kind of did this like weird half model, half smile face. And I look so uncomfortable because I was like, well, if I can, I'd like to smile. Like it was, it's a horrible photo. No, mine, I look, so I got mine when Joel and I first started dating because that's when I kind of started traveling internationally. I look like a mob wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I have the most ridiculous fur, like, collar on my leather jacket. And, like, I'm just, like, walking in thinking, like, the person I am, right? Right. So now I like I can't wait to change that photo, but <laughs> I love that. It's taken a real long time. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, All right. Okay. So is that like the last nope. step? Uh, okay. Oh gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> so then you have to go and change your bank accounts, right? So you want to make sure that your bank now aligns with your license and your social security so you have to bring both of those and your marriage certificate um and then they'll change if you have like uh credit cards within the bank um they'll change that but you also want to make sure that you're changing your credit card names um ask me if i've changed all of my credit card names because i haven't done that yet either (laughs) um again it's a process but um so you'll do all of that and then you'll provide your new bank your new banking information and your new name to your employer if you're still working, you know, with the same place. Another thing, and I think we've kind of talked about this, is like updating your workplace on your new name. You'll likely have a new email. Um, if you've been like, a, I kind of started a new job as I was transitioning to my new name. So it's kind of like a clean slate. So it wasn't as confusing. But if you've been there for a little bit and you're going to be referred to as a new name or whatever, it might be easy to just kind of let all your contacts know in an email or something like that. Like, hey, this is my new email address. Um, my my new legal name is whatever. Um, just because it can get really confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. And then you would lastly go and update your insurance information. I think that's kind of like the last step um, of what you would need to do. And then, you know, like any accounts that you have, like, Amazon, like things that you have, like, you know, auto fills, like you'd want to go change your auto fill and make sure that that's all, all set um, as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a process. It sounds like it sounds a little intimidating. Um, yeah. But so like you said, like you haven't even, you haven't necessarily done all of it, but it's not like that's illegal. It just like the, there's certain pieces that you have to do. Yeah, there's certain pieces I have to do. I mean, at the end of the day, my social security and my license were the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my insurance is still under my my maiden name, and I still have my old license. Like, you know, for COVID tests, you, you have to, like, you know, we take them to be, like, precautious. You have to, like, go and show your license and your insurance. So just to, like, make it easier without being, like, well, my maiden name, and, you know, like, I just show them my old license because it's easy. But I'm going to have to change my insurance this year because my license is expiring got it okay understood so so is that the are we missing anything is there more 
No, I would say that is, that's the experience. Man, so is there something that you wish someone had told you before you had gone through this process? I think, I mean, I wish that I knew how detailed the process really was because I thought it was going to be as simple as making a few phone calls, you know, like going in, changing social, going to the DMV, and like that's it. Um, and so I know that they have services um, to make the process easier. I what is it? Um, hive. Hitch switch. Yes. Um, I would say, I think it's like $80 just to get like the abbreviated version or like maybe a hundred and something to get the full version. Mm -hmm. If you don't have, like, I wish I did that now because this would all be done, you know, um, mm -hmm. instead of me trying to piece all these things together. I don't think it pays for like any of the fees. Like I think the passport fee is, is something and obviously you have to pay for the new license, but just having someone like, I think it's a genius move of having someone initiate all those steps for you. Um, it, it's, it's a long process. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I'll jump in about hitch switch quick because they actually reached out to us, um, about two years ago at this, that at this point, And they said, Hey, you're a, a local wedding planner. Like, let's like chat about our process. So I actually went to their offices and they showed me everything they do and how they kind of hold your hand through the whole process. And um, I think it's exactly what you said of, even if they can't necessarily do every single thing for you, it's alongside you to keep it moving, to make sure whatever you want done gets done. And one special thing that I think that is really important to me about Hitch Switch is that I asked them and I said, do you do this for any other reason that anyone would want to change their name? Like in the case of someone being transgender and transitioning to a totally new name. And they said, oh, absolutely. Because I think oh, wow. there's, right? And so it made me say, okay, like there there definitely can be, and, and we've talked about this, I toy with this, like there there is a little bit of sensitivity around changing your last name, if it's taking away the woman's last name and changing to a man's last name, like there are some intricacies in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that a company that is helping someone change their name, but also for something like the LGBTQ plus community seems like this is not archaic. Like this is no. such a needed service, yeah. right? Yeah. What a great, I didn't realize that they also did that. That's such a great, um, great point to, to include there. Yeah. It felt really genuine too. When I, yeah. I was, you know, you never really know how people are going to react. Like at least in, in New York, you can expect how people will react with things like that, but just, you never know. And, um, they seemed very genuine about people reach out and say, Oh, our, our child is transitioning. Can you help support this process for us? You know? So, so, and, and if anyone is listening and wants like connection with their reps, just like slide into our DMS on Instagram and we'll connect you. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So would there, was there anything that made the process easier for you? I think it was just really researching. It also was easier because I knew that there was no expectation from Joel. Like, I feel like sometimes there's pressure from, you know, someone's spouse, like, why haven't you done this yet? Or, you know, and there was absolutely, it was very much my decision. It was very much my pace, as you can clearly see, because I haven't done it y'all all. But, um, I think that made it a lot easier to kind of go through the process. And also like, it made me 
make the decision on my own, right? Like this is ultimately what I wanted to do. There was no set timeline to do it. Um, yeah, I would say that that and obviously some research and, and what needed to be done um, helped. Yeah, you know, I think that's the key that you didn't feel any pressure. I actually am in a blogger's Facebook group who, and someone started a conversation about the name change and everyone gave really interesting responses. Some people for the name change, some people were, kept their maiden name, never changed their name. And the reasons were really interesting. And some of the pros that I had never really heard before um, was that, I mean, the obvious is People always say, like, I want the same last name as my kids. And I get that. Um, but one, someone said that their last name that they were born with, I know it's different in some Spanish-speaking countries, I believe, but your last name that you're born with is a man's name. It's like, in our cases, it's our dad's name. It's still the man. So we're going from one man's name to a different man's name. So the sentiment that it's anti-feminist still is like, it's all men's names, you know? Right. So I actually thought that was like, uh, I'm like, I'm not exactly sure where I net out on that because mm -hmm. like, it still feels like identity. So, but I just, I don't know. No, that's, that's a great way to look at it. And I haven't looked at it that way before. Um, yeah, because it's, it's your parents' name. I know what I do like is some people, um, and this isn't like, uh, it should be the norm, but it's not, create like their own name and both change their name. And I think that is so amazing. Like you're starting this new family together. Like this is your family name. Um, I think Joel's parents actually did that. Oh, really? Which means Rosenberg isn't. Oh, yeah. it's like a second generation. I just, last looked at name. This. I just looked at this all differently now. That's actually really cool. One yeah. of our um, first couples, they changed their last name. It was a very long Polish last name, and they shortened it to the first couple letters, and it's just a little um, digestible. Um, but have you ever seen the show Odd Mom Out on Bravo? It's not on anymore. No. It was about this Upper West Side mom, and she was, like, a little bit more, like, hardcore, and she was, like, with all, like, the fancy moms. And her sister, like, is very much, like – the stereotype of Upper West Side moms, and they found out that their last name actually should be Vaughn, whatever. And so yeah. Tony and I now have this joke that we're going to be the Vaughn Ramoses. Stop. Okay. <laughs> like, so just change my it. My dad refers to so Joel's full name is like so like Swedes put right. like their middle name in front, so it's like Niels Joel Ludwig Rosenberg, right? That's his full name. I but love my that. dad has always been like. I want you like Von Rosenberg, like Niels Von Ludwig. Like, so he's always right. been like, I want you to change your name to Von Rosenberg. There you go. <laughs> refers to us as Von Rosenberg. That's amazing. Wait, that's so interesting. So there, it's not just that in Swedish culture, they call you by your, your middle name. Like that's actually the first name. Yeah. It's very, it's very weird because like, I remember when I first started dating Joel, like, Niels was always like unlike the daughters like I don't know where you like I don't know who Niels is and like even now like there's times because we don't see it that way if it's you know your first name it's your first name um even now like on paperwork and everything he always has to kind of like specify like no Joel is my name right Niels is my second name so are you talking about like the how the RAs would do the little things on our door 
I definitely remember seeing the hockey suite and going, I have no idea who that is. Like, you know, you walk by and you see names. And like, it's like, you know, like in college, it's intimidating. You just walk into a room. I don't know what room this Neil's person, like who's Neil? That's so funny. I was actually looking at your wedding pictures the other day and I saw your wedding invite and I was like, oh, Joel has a couple other names I didn't know about. Yeah, there's there's a few names in there, but yeah, that's so funny that you guys are Von Von Ramos, <laughs> Von Rosenberg. Exactly the the Vons. That's really funny. Um, but in terms of other options, you can hyphenate. We've talked about that on the yes. podcast before. Um, you're not taking the SATs. Doesn't matter how long your last name is. You, you should yep. be be able to roll with that. Um, you can move your maiden name to your middle name. Yep. You can also move it and not get rid of your middle name. You can have four names. Sounds like Joel has about seven. So like, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can also leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, if there's not pressure from your spouse, I mean, that's kind of a whole other thing that we're yeah, lucky we don't yeah. have that. But you know, this is a complicated topic and you just, you have to do what's best for you. And I think, I think this is very similar to a lot of other wedding conversations that sometimes you don't even know your options, Mm -hmm. you know, like you don't realize that you could have two middle names or something like there, like there are rules. Yeah. But like, there are no rules. Do what you want. Yeah. And like, also people change their names to literally whatever they want. So just be, like, don't, like you said, there are no rules, but like a little bit of rules. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Some, but not all. So what's going on with Mary? So this week I wanted to bring everyone a tip that I just learned, and it's about tailoring. So my first tailoring rule, of course, to live by is never get anything tailored if it's to the ground. Um, without the shoes that you are going to wear. I think that is absolutely key. So don't do that. Um, the, the new tip that I learned though around tailoring is that if you are looking to get something tailored, this in this case, it would be a wedding dress. And I guess probably if you weren't looking for a wedding dress, something else, you can shop around for which places are going to be more expensive and less expensive by strictly asking what is the price to bustle a wedding dress because that will typically be a flat fee and so you can um and uh someone in this industry gave me this tip so it felt very insider knowledge so you can just call and ask their price and even if you're not bustling your dress or it's a different type of garment you can try to understand okay is this like a very very high-end type of tailoring place or is this going to like um, not really have any frills and be a certain price so i thought that was a good little insider tip that i didn't know about that is a good insider tip we should do like one episode where we're doing like all of our tips kind of from like all of our episodes like all put into one tiffany one i mean the the best of the best of our hacks um great a little foreshadowing that's awesome coming soon (laughs) well thank you so much for listening please subscribe rate us in the podcast app follow us on all of our social media accounts at mary by mia and we will talk to you next time thanks so much for getting married with us have a good one bye